What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Felicia Jasmine, coming back to you with another episode of College by Her, the podcast. I am so happy you are tuned in to this new episode, and I hope you had an amazing first week of 2020, first week of classes, all of that. Brand new semester, clean slate with a fresh start. Y'all already know we like to start off every episode with a small win, and for me, it is that I have been reading more. Isn't it crazy how when like you start reading something that's interesting, you actually want to read it? rocket science i know but yes that's my small win i'll be keeping y'all updated because i have a goal to read at least one book a month this year um so yeah some of y'all shared your small wins with us including going to the gym meal prepping um to save money someone even finished up some internships applications just yes to all of these wins it is so important to celebrate you know these wins just as much as we celebrate the gpas the new jobs the graduations They are all important. So make sure you continue to share your small wins with us at the end of every week um, on Instagram, Twitter, wherever, because we just love reading those. So let's go ahead and get into something that I think y'all should check out this week. This week, you should go and follow at MyFabFinance on Twitter or Instagram or both. Either one, my Fab Finance. I will put her Instagram and Twitter information in the show notes. You can get that. But my Fab Finance is run by a phenomenal black woman um, from Charlotte who wants to help women become financially free so they can do more of what they want. Now, I know finances in college are a little bit different, but it's still a whole thing, which we are about to get into this week's episode but go ahead and follow my fab finances my fab finance excuse me that's no s so my fab finance she has tips resources encouragement and all that to help you learn more about money and hit some goals so yeah go support someone dope this week it's free well If you haven't guessed it from either the title of the episode or who we just shouted out, we are talking about money this week. Yes, the coins. Um, And money is something that, you know, brings a lot of people anxiety. I can definitely understand why. I grew up, um, my dad worked in the banking industry and, you know, he was very well versed in money. And so we were pretty comfortable growing up. It was a six person house. Yeah, six of us were in the house and my dad was like the sole breadwinner. And so like that was cool. Um, But the majority of my childhood was in a single parent household. So I've definitely experienced, I would say, my fair share of financial stress, to say the least. Um, And it is stressful. It's nothing fun about not having enough. However, you know what makes these type of open conversations about finances so important is that, you know, it's a scary topic for so many people, whether that's budgeting, just money in general, and, you know, staying ignorant about a topic, staying in the dark never helps anything. And so, you know, let's not remain ignorant. There are so many resources out there, whether it be the internet, books, people, just so much that we can learn, um, you know, learn from, learn about money so that we can be more informed. We don't have to be ignorant, be in the dark or be confused. And also just know a lot of people want to change the narrative about money um, in their family or friend group or whatever that looks like. And so I can completely relate to that. I personally have like short term and long term goals dealing with money. Um, And I just want things to be different for me than like, you know, some of the things that I saw growing up. So 
let's get right into it. I already know that a ton of y'all got a refund check at the beginning of the semester. Um, and those things save lives. Like for real, when the refund checks hit everybody's accounts <laughs> at Chapel Hill, we was all like, oh, let's go to South Point. We're going to Cheesecake Factory. Like we're going to eat lunch on Franklin Street, like just everything. Um, and you know, it was definitely a time to splurge on yourself a little, maybe treat yourself. I know that's how like I was buying my tickets to go see Beyonce and different stuff when I was in college or just other experiences. But I definitely found obviously that chunk of money to be super helpful. Um, but one thing that I always did was, you know, put money away into savings. I know um, a lot of people stayed off campus, so that refund check was definitely for their rent. Um, but me per personally, I stayed on campus all four years due to a scholarship that I had. And so literally that money was coming in and I didn't have any bills or anything to pay. Granted, my senior year, I did have um, a car. So I had a car note. But my first three years of college, I had absolutely like no responsibilities, which is so crazy to think about now. Um, yeah, that's wild. But yeah, <laughs> um, I was paying nothing, but like I said, buying Beyonce tickets and, you know, doing all of that other stuff, but, um, definitely saving up that money helped. I know also too, a lot of people don't have meal plans as they get higher in their college career. I also had a meal plan all four years. So I definitely, um, can acknowledge, you know, my privilege or the areas where I didn't have expenses. A lot of people do have, you know, bills to pay or maybe they help family back home or just different things like that. So I can definitely say um, in my first three years of college, you know, before I got my car, I was definitely blessed to really have very minimal responsibilities outside of, you know, feeding myself. So I just kind of wanted to, I guess, lead with that caveat. Um, but also to another disclaimer clearly is that, you know, I am not a financial analyst. I am not a money connoisseur, self-proclaimed financial guru, none of that stuff. I hope that is very clear. I'm just simply talking, you know, from my experiences about what happened in college with me and money. And by no means am I saying I have any expertise. I just kind of wanted to open up the conversation. Like I said, I know money can be super touchy and can be a super, you know, taboo topic to talk about. And so I just kind of wanted to remove that stigma on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so anyway, like I was saying, I had a meal plan, even though I did have an on-campus apartment that I could have cooked, like it had a full kitchen, so I didn't have to have a meal plan. But I think for me personally, it was about the convenience. Like my on-campus apartment was on the other side of campus from like classes and stuff. So it was just easy to be able to leave class, go to the dining hall. Also to being on the dance team, um, you know, being able to stop by the dining hall before practice, all of that, the convenience was just you know, where it was at. So that is another reason why that expense was kind of not a big thing for me because I had the meal plan. But anyway, moving into refunds, um, I definitely still, you know, put something aside into my savings or put the majority of it aside. And so kind of with all of that, I wanted to begin talking about budgeting. I know it's super important um, to, you know, think about the money you have coming in and out. And it's just a good habit to have, whether you're like, I ain't making no money or I'm making a lot. It's just a good habit to develop. Um, I know I had work study, which a lot of people do as well. So even if it's as simple as saying, OK, every two weeks 
I make $150. So like, okay, $50 I'm putting into my savings and then the rest I'm spending however I want to spend. Or, you know, this much is going towards my gas or this much is going towards my nails or I'm giving this much to a charity or to church or just whatever that looks like. It's just always nice to have that written down uh, because I'm sure everybody knows, especially when it comes to debit cards, you can get to swiping. You look up, 200 something dollars is gone and you have no idea what you spent it on. And I don't know about y'all, but when that happens to me, not only am I annoyed because the money is gone, but I'm also just looking at myself like, really? And then you're looking through your bank statement and you're like, oh, $5 here for Chick-fil-A and $7 here for my eyebrows and this and this and all of that adds up. And like I said, the $200 is gone and you just have no idea where it went. So just getting into the habit of writing down your expenses, whether that's, you know, you do that weekly, how much money you spend on snacks and food or whether you do that for the month or just whatever works for you. Definitely just getting into the habit of keeping track of that is so, um, it's so like helpful and so expensive. It's so um, not expensive, but it's just helpful. What I was about to say was that when it comes to your expenses, um, something that I also like to do, which I find helpful is like at the end of every month. So say it's January 31st, I'll kind of one look at all the expenses that I spent over the month which sometimes that can be super scary. Um, but what I'll also do is plan ahead for the month ahead. So I'll look and say, okay, in February, let's see what's going on. So of course, you know, I have bills and lights and all that other stuff. But what I like to do is write down the other money that I'm spending, whether that's like, you know, fun money, money for the movies, drinks, whatever. And so... For example, I'll be like, oh, such and such is birthday is in February and I know we're going on a trip for that. So let me pick an amount of money that I'm going to give myself to spend on that trip. Or I know it's my mom's birthday and I want to buy her a gift. Let me write that down. So just kind of projecting into the month ahead about all the money that I'm going to be spending on things that aren't necessities and being able to look at that is always helpful. And I'll be honest and say when it's a crazy month coming up, which y'all the next, really the next six months for me are wild. Um, three bachelorettes weekends and three weddings all happening in a matter of six months. Don't even ask because I don't even know how my bank account is going to make it through, but we're going to figure it out and it's fine. Don't worry. Anyway, like I was saying, when there's a crazy month coming up, I'll be the first one to like be scared to write all this stuff down because it's like legit scary to look at, like at how much money you're spending or at how much stuff is going on. But although it is scary, it's just so important to do because, you know, you don't want to, like I said earlier, be ignorant and just not and think, oh, if I ignore it or don't acknowledge it, then it's not happening. No, the money is still getting spent. So you might as well write it down you know, give yourself an idea of what you're looking at. You know, maybe spring break is coming up and you're going on a trip or you're trying to figure out, can you afford a spring break trip? Just all of that stuff is definitely um, helpful, beneficial. It's you taking initiative and, you know, not looking up and now it's April and you can't pay for groceries. So it also just comes with that responsibility, thinking of things you want to do. I know all of y'all know about this um, Ivy Park and Adidas collab that Beyonce has coming out this month and um you know I was personally looking at my finances like okay look 
can I like afford to get something? The answer is absolutely not, um, which is unfortunate. But I will say this. Back in the day, I had a Beyonce savings account because y'all all know when it comes to Beyonce like when sis drops stuff she drops stuff so she'll be like oh I'm going on tour tickets on sale Wednesday so you know you have to be stay ready so you don't have to get ready period so that was literally kind of my life I just put money into that all the time so that when a concert came I was ready and that's really how I've been able to just kind of buy everything whenever sis drops something well, honey, moved to Connecticut and, you know, had to do away with that whole account because just literally needed it. Um, and so right now I don't have that cushion. So when Ivy Park comes out with those Adidas sneakers, they are really, really cute. Um, it's just not looking like a go for me, which I think I deserve like a cookie or something because I have a credit card that I could easily be like, I'm going to put this on there and worry about it later. And the more I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, oh, girl, you really should do that. But... That is not the point. I don't have money for that. I don't even know how I got on this Beyonce rant, but, oh, I was talking about budgeting. Yeah, so planning ahead into months of like, oh, you know, these shoes come out and I know I want them. So maybe, you know, you're not going out to eat as much that month because you want shoes. It's also too about, you know, how you decide to prioritize your money. Um, and speaking of credit, as I was just saying, I wanted to put that on my credit card. That is the perfect segue into credit. Um, and once again, giving the disclaimer that I am by no means a banking expert. This is just my experiences. Uh, but moving into talking about credit, I was terrified of having a college, um, even the college credit card that I think Wells Fargo like kind of automatically hooked me up on. When I got the college checking account, I was like, you know, I've heard so many horror stories about credit. Like, I just wasn't even going to touch it. So I know earlier I mentioned my dad. Um, he worked in the banking industry for about like 25 years. And he's just really good with money and budgeting and all of those things. So for me, it kind of started with having conversations with him about it and responsible ways to use credit cards. And he would just, you know, advise me on how to do that. Because I think one of the dumbest things is that, you know, if you don't use a credit card, obviously you don't have credit, but that means your credit score is low. But to me, I'm like, it should be high because I mean, I don't owe nobody nothing, but it's just, you know, non-existent. Um, so yeah, that's something to think about. But definitely some advice that my dad gave me about using a credit card responsibly was to start off with something that you do every single month. Um, and having that being the only charge in your credit card and then always paying it off. So for example, Maybe every month you use your credit card to get gas. So however much money you spend on gas a month, 30, 40, 50 dollars, whatever, you put gas on your car um in your car using your credit card and then you pay off the bill. And so that's essentially that's an expense you're already gonna, you know, do anyway. So you're gonna put gas in your car anyway. You're just putting it on a different card and paying it off and that increases your credit score. Um and so something else that I've heard people do is, you know, doing that with all the streaming account services, you know, that we have nowadays. So maybe you put your Netflix charge up to your credit card. So just every month your credit card is charged for Netflix and then you pay it off every month. Um whatever that Netflix amount is. Granted, I don't know how much Netflix costs, praise God, because I am on somebody's account. But anyway, yeah, paying off the balance every month, definitely credit card companies love to see that because it lets them know that you're, you know, making payments and that you're a good 
person to loan money to so then your credit score increases um so needless to say i did not know any of this when i was in college so i did not start using a credit card until probably grad school and i definitely started off you know using it responsibly um and all of that but then somewhere in the mix can't really pinpoint where the balance got a little high um, and it's still up there. So we're going to work on that. <laughs> I will, you know, be updating y'all on how that looks as the year goes down. I mean, as the year goes on. But like I was saying, it is all about, you know, being responsible. Some people still think that a credit card is like free money. And so they'll be like, oh, let me get this $500 purse and I can just pay $25 every month. That's the minimum payment and it'll be fine. I mean, you're right. You can't pay that $25 every month, but you know, there is interest and then, you know, then you're tempted to keep using the credit card. So then the $500 you just spent that keeps going up. So yeah, it's just, it just responsibility and discipline, all of that stuff. And um, what's the word? Self-control. There we go. Because like I was just talking myself into almost buying them Adidas. It is easy to just be like, oh, I have this credit card. I can use it. Um, so, yeah, honey, advise, um, talk to some people who you trust, whether that be a banker, a family member, whatever, and just make sure you're using it responsibly. Um, but one thing that I am very serious about is keeping my utilization rate under 30 percent which right now I'm at like 22%, which is a little high for me, um, but still under 30, so that's good. And if you're wondering what in the world is a utilization rate, that's like, you know, the percent of your credit that you're using. And so that's getting into a lot of details, which once again, I am not a guru in this stuff. So I will be in a little bit sharing some resources of some legit people who went to school for this. I'll link them in the notes, all of that. So y'all can get actual information. Um, but just wanted to kind of share, you know, my experience with you all. Like I said, money has been a taboo topic. I feel like growing up it was and so just kind of coming into this whole adult world and for me like I said it definitely started in college with those refund checks um saving those or at least saving some of it so that when I got out of college I wasn't looking around crazy or even when you know stuff like going to the movies or buying a ticket to a concert you can afford to do um and something else I wanted to add in is you know your someone told me this and I stand by it your bank statement and what you're spending your money on should reflect your things that you value. So, for example, people always like I'm that friend who I'm really big on like friendship, family, all of that stuff. So if it's like a birthday party, I'm there. If it's a trip, I'm going. So if you were to look at my expenses, you would probably see a lot of money spent on flights or a lot of money spent on dinners or a lot of money spent on, you know, experiences with people. And to me, that's fine. Like, I don't have the issue with that because that's something I value is my relationship with people. Whereas, you know, maybe... You want to be a cook and you're in school, culinary school, so your grocery bill is super high, but that's fine with you because you value food and that's something that you enjoy. Same for maybe you have a, um, you're famous on YouTube for natural hair videos. So the amount of money you spend on hair care is going to be a lot higher than what mine would be. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know, making sure that your money, what you're spending your money on consistently kind of is aligned with your values or is aligned with what you care about 
what your energy is going towards, all of those things. So I think that's definitely just a good lesson that I said somebody told told me and I wanted to share it with you all because I think it definitely makes sense. So like I promised, kind of pointing you guys into the direction of some legit resources, definitely my fab finance, as I mentioned earlier. And also, too, I have a friend who went to Chapel Hill with me. His name is Stefan Walters, and he has a book called Finessing Finances. I think I uh, mentioned this earlier in the previous season but I will link his Instagram and all that stuff below um we call him Walt but Walt is hilarious he finds a way to teach people about money credit loans mortgages all that stuff in a very fun and entertaining way um and it's very easy to understand so it's not a million words and percentages and all of this confusing stuff he literally breaks it down so that you can understand it um and on his instagram he has a ton of resources whether that be about you know different types of credit cards student loans how to save money how to make a budget all of that stuff um he also has a website he does consultations so that is just one of the million resources out there um like i said i will put all of that in the notes in addition to my fab finances information um you know the internet all of those things out there is so much information about credit about money about how to improve a credit score how to create a budget just all of that um and so i'm so glad that someone told me they wanted to just hear more about my experience in college with money and how i budgeted how i did things with refunds and all of that so I was more than happy to share that with you all. Um, and I am also appreciative of all the people who have continued to reach out to us and let us know topics they want to hear us talk about on the podcast. So please continue to do that. Um, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend, subscribe to this podcast, check out our website, www.collegebyher.com, get some merch, subscribe to her notes, do all of that good stuff. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me. I really enjoyed talking about this topic. Um, You know, like I said, it can be super scary. And I just wanted to open up the conversation. So please continue to tweet us, write us on Instagram, all of that good stuff. I love y'all so much. And I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.